Hi, I'm Marcy Lundy. Today is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, and this is the Cult of Kindness podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. What the Cult of Kindness podcast is, is a masterclass for those of us that are on a kindness journey. Perhaps you feel as though you've always been kind and you're just looking for a bit of a refresher course. Or perhaps you've been skeptical as you didn't want your kindness taken for weakness. Or perhaps you feel as though you've never been kind, but you do understand the difference that kindness makes in the world and you'd like to give it a try. It is for all of you. It is for all of us. As I always say, I'm on the kindness journey right along with you. This week, we start the conversation on Key to Yourself by Venus Bloodworth. As I discussed last week, uh, I'm familiar with this book for quite some time as a toddler. I remember roaming through my dad's study and seeing this book, Cute to Yourself. And, you know, on my life's journey in my 20s, he went on to purchase me a copy, copy of this book. And it's a wonderful full circle moment to be able to share Cute to Yourself with the Cult of Kindness podcast. This week, we will be talking about consciousness and the law of attraction. Regardless of the state of your health or finances, it's important to find a place in your consciousness of acceptance. You know, there are some people who feel as though Oh, you know, as soon as I get this done, then I'll be able to focus on all the rest of the things in my life. Or if I could just get to $1 million, you know, I know everything else will be smooth selling. Well, life doesn't necessarily flow that way, right? Regardless of our state of health or regardless of how our finances are life is happening and in our proper place of consciousness we can learn how to deal with all that life brings our way and we also have to be conscious of all of this The philosophy that suggests that positive thoughts bring positive results as well as negative thoughts bringing negative results, that's all a part of our consciousness. And think about it. You know, this is why the Cult of Kindness podcast exists. We're on the kindness journey to bring forward a positive domino effect of kindness. 
positive thoughts, bringing forth positive results. I'm sure all of us have experienced moments where we enter a room or a conversation or a phone call in a positive headspace only to be knocked off our foundation a bit by the energy of the other individual who is not in the same headspace. It's important that even if we step into a moment where positivity is not being represented in the way that we're giving it that we hold on to our conscious thoughts of positivity because unfortunately if we do not our negative thoughts will end in negative results and our positivity that has become sucked away by someone else's negative energy will become that which is largely the rather earth-shattering place that the world is in right now. And that's why it's just very important for all of us as individuals to do our little things, our little positive things to ultimately create a positive domino effect. It really does matter. That consciousness and that law of attraction each one teach one in a positive way there is no such thing as luck or chance on the contrary our lives are governed by law the law of attraction to be more specific We cannot change the law of attraction, but by understanding and cooperation, we may bring ourselves via thought processes into harmony, letting it work with, through, and for us. And that's largely been the conversation on season three of the Cult of Kindness podcast thus far. The thought process. Letting all that's positive work with, through, and for us. We don't have to fall victim to that which is going on around us. 
if we don't believe in it. The majority of people that peace and plenty believe that peace and plenty on one hand and poverty and sickness on the other is somehow interwoven in divine providence. But those who know the truth understand that life, health, and abundance are a natural law of the universe. And thought is the active principle by which we are related to the things we need and desire. We spoke about this a few episodes back in regards to peace and plenty on one hand and poverty and sickness on the other. And the conversation was in moments of realization, what is your character when faced with an individual that is experiencing poverty or perhaps imprisoned what's that energy that we're giving at that moment because we may be living a life of peace and plenty are we raising an eyebrow or turning our nose up at those in poverty, in sickness, or in prisons? If so, what is that saying about your character in the law of attraction? How is that showing up for you? conscious mind how do you feel about that and the thing is if you find yourself feeling no particular way about that there is work to be done largely that can be as simple as placing the shoe on the other foot. You've heard the expression, walk a mile in my shoes. Even though it may not be your experience, it's possible to, in your conscious mind, place yourself in that experience. Though not 100% accurate, it will allow you the opportunity of experiencing what that feels like.
peace and plenty. We want that for ourselves and we should want that for others. Poverty, sickness, imprisonment. Not anything that the average individual wants. But should that be a person's experience? We should offer offer them peace and our kindness. A sense of understanding. A sense that we understand that they are in a difficult place. That is being human and that is being kind. We may know something and it still not be a part of our consciousness. We may know that there are individuals who are suffering, be it financially, mentally, or otherwise. And it's not a part of our consciousness. It's easier than you think for it to become a part of our consciousness. Literally think to yourself, if that were me, how would I want to be treated? It is possible for us to intellectually perceive something without it being a part of our consciousness. I'm not saying you have to dedicate days or years to this experience of trying to relate. But tune into your heart do not be anxious but quietly understand that we are capable of doing everything we set out to do practice makes perfect in all things you may not succeed the first few times But persistent efforts cannot fail to give you perfect physical control. Yeah. You may not succeed the first few times. But what those first few times will get you is a better understanding. 
There is no harmony where there exists a lack of control. When you learn self-control, you will be in a position to think constructively and harmoniously. Here it comes. I'll say it again for the people in the back. There is no harmony where there exists a lack of control. When you learn self-control, you will be in position to think constructively and harmoniously. Control. Many times people think of control as a negative word. But add self in front of control. Self-control is very important. You know, now, when at a concert or at a park or having a lot of fun, sure, you can get a little wild. (laughs) But in day-to-day interactions and thinking of consciously how you would want to be treated. Control is of the utmost importance. Self-control. We all need self-control. That is an awareness of not only what we feel, it is an awareness of what we say to others. It is that taking a beat, taking a breath moment. It is control and if we gain or attain or possess self-control we're in the position to think constructively and act harmoniously I'm going to close today with an excerpt from Key to Yourself. The great were once as you. They whom men magnify today. Once groped and blundered on life's way. 
were fearful of themselves and thought by magic was men's greatness wrought. They feared to try what they could do. Yet fame hath crowned with her success the self-same gifts that you possess. That's why Edgar guessed within the pages of Key to Yourself. I love you all. Take care.